welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone, I'm Alexandra. Hi everyone, I'm Diana. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and yeah. use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Although people don't really seem to to be using it, so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you guys are about <laughs> Twitter, like, tweet us. But I feel like it's just like Twitter now. It's not really a fun place anymore. I feel yeah, like I people don't like aren't really. Yeah, I feel like people aren't really using Twitter to tweet their own things everything's about injustice and everything is like <laughs> and everyone is all it's all of the you know the the twitter influencers who are just always having debates and then always and then they want to make their um their little private groups to start attacking black women and <laughs> trans children um yeah it's mm-hmm. like twitter just seems like just such a toxic place yeah but use the hashtag if you like <laughs> yeah use the hashtag if you like use the hashtag if you agree with us uh use it if you disagree with us just let us know what you're thinking yeah just let mm-hmm. us know um cool and you guys can dm us as well our dms are open also yeah so yeah yeah yep, so yep. how's your week been um it's been very long i feel like it was a short week as well mm, last yeah, week yeah it was so we had the bank holiday and everything I don't know why the week seemed so long <laughs> um even though I had a whole bank holiday and I just feel like the week coming up is going to be long as well um but yeah <laughs> even though I've got two days off but mm. I just feel like it's going to be long but um yeah hopefully it'll be good Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm just hoping that I can get some more, get some motivation back, get some inspiration and stuff. Because I'm just feeling so like, just not motivated to do anything. I just feel like I don't care about anything, and I'm just, I've just, yeah. Last week I was just feeling quite low most of the week. Mm. But um, you do, you care about the podcast, like yeah. We've been yeah, doing a lot of podcast something. work the past week. Yeah, we have, we have actually. So yeah, that's true. That's something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, just just trying to see what um what I can do to try and yeah lift my spirits a bit more. It's a, it's an odd one, really. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if anyone else has like felt similar and stuff like that. But you know, you guys aren't alone. I'm actually. <laughs> Well, don't don't I don't think you should be hard on yourself because life mm. is hard right now. <laughs> we're hearing yeah. that we're going into a recession now as well. <laughs> oh, well hey. Well, do <laughs> you know? Enjoy this fun times. Yeah, yeah. So Mad. I don't think you should be hard on yourself. We're all yeah. just surviving and thriving where we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, how's your week been? Um, oh, it was my last week at work at my old job. Uh, and congratulations, well done. I, you I just through. cried. I cried so much though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm such yeah, a baby. Obviously, like because you've been there for a while, haven't you? So yeah, yeah. And they gave me like gifts and a card, and um, I had like three leaving speeches from different people. It's just so oh, cute. Like, and um. But yeah, I'm starting a new job, so I'm in like a weird like transitional period where it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be meeting all these new people and I've got to work out 
what the organization like stands for and stuff and I've got to just wrap my head around all the kind of new job stuff that you have to do when Mm -hmm. you start so that's a bit overwhelming but I think I'm gonna be fine I think I'll be fine because you know I know my shit I know Mm -hmm. I know that I'm capable so Mm -hmm. yeah just gotta stay positive you wouldn't be presented with the opportunities if you weren't capable to do them yeah very true Mm -hmm. very true yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's good. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, this time of year, I feel like it's just, it's strange, isn't it? Like beginning of May. Mm. It's like summer's coming, this... but it, I'm not really prepared. <laughs> I'm just like, how are we five months in already? Mm. Yeah. Like, it was literally just the other day that it was New Year's. Like, I'm just. I'm just like this year is just going where where is it going <laughs> yeah I know what you mean it's it's hard to like I don't I don't think people should feel pressure to like look at their goals for the new year and you know mm. be be looking at oh what have I done I haven't done that much because yeah like I feel like or at least for me I always set myself too many goals and sometimes I end up finished yet other times I'm I'm in this space where I'm like it's fine like it's, it's not mm. that deep you're doing good things regardless um mm-hmm. so yeah i feel like don't be hard on yourself anyone right now yeah yeah i think that's a that's a shout sorry guys if i'm very far away if i sound like i'm far away but i'm just testing something and yeah i'll get it right next week if i am haha <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. um yeah so okay what are we talking about this week? So, oh, that policing bill has been passed, which is fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you have, like, more information. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. It's um, <laughs> So, this article that I'm reading, it says uh, it's from civil society. Charities mm. and campaigning organisations described... Um, yesterday, which this was whenever the bill was passed um, or put into legislation, I think. Um, Yesterday is a dark day for democracy after peers voted through the bill that will restrict protests. So the Mm -hmm. House of Lords voted through the final measures of the police crime sentencing and court bill and measures in the bill include new powers to restrict protests deemed too noisy and limits on um, other aspects of campaigning, which Mm -hmm. is scary also um police will now have the unprecedented power to impose noise-based restrictions on protests the power to impose large fines and jail sentences on anyone who strays from conditions imposed on a protest and also criminalizes gypsy traveler um, communities and families who have no place to stop and rest it's cruel to Mm -hmm. use the full strength of the law to tell people where they can go but often know where they can go. Um, so yeah, this is very like backwards. Damaging. Um, yeah, very damaging, very regressive, very dark days. This is what they call it, dark days for democracy. <laughs> oh God. Um, it's, it's so bad. And as well, the fact that it's like specifically about protests and what does this yeah. mean for carnival? Yeah. What, would, what does it very mean true. for like festivals like that? Yeah. yeah because the thing is is that they because they could easily turn around and say that especially like for example with pride you could say well that's a political thing people are gathering all together and all this stuff and similar things with carnival as well like what does this mean for 
you know. Yeah, because the origins of those were both from protests, right? They both yeah. started, Pride and Carnival both started as a way to protest. Um, so if, if they were to come about now for the first time, the police could essentially mm-hmm. give everyone fines, lock them up, and it would be legal. There'd be no, um, yeah, you know, way to combat it, which is scary. Um, it is. And also, like, most of our rights have been given to us by people rioting and protesting. So, like, mm-hmm. the right to vote and um like w- just general women's rights civil rights it's just like what where do we go from here because now we've been restricted and they're they're so mm-hmm. on like this this government are so on freedom of speech freedom of speech but they only seem to be on it's that side fake. when it's it's like right wing hate yeah. opinions like far right opinions not when it's the, the other sides because it's like why are they always shouting about freedom of speech as well like mm. the only, and the the people that you see shouting about about freedom of speech like Piers Morgan or um Steve Bartlett who wants to put on mm. people who we should freedom of speech and whatever who wants to put on those people those hateful mm. people it's like how comes it's always freedom of speech when it's uh, when it's considering people who are so hateful to mm. marginalized groups Right. But when it's the other way around, that's oh, when they need to start. It's too much. Um, we need silencing. to we need to pass a yeah. policing of a bill. Like it's just it's just crazy. I don't know what is going on with this UK right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't even know what's going on like in the world right now. Cause I, I know that um I know that obviously we've got a lot we've got a few listeners outside of the UK. Shout out you mm. guys. <laughs> and it's just feeling like just it's just like similar vibes kind of all over really. Yeah, and it's just boring bit. and yeah. um, dangerous as well. But yeah, mm. it just seems like whenever it's like the right wing protests, like, you know, when Trump came over and everyone was like pro-Trump, pro-Trump, like, uh, mm-hmm. actually, no, I'm no, thinking of something people else. people who were protesting against was him there, coming, wasn't there? You know, you know, Nico, the YouTuber, um, he, yeah. he did like a series of videos where he was going to like the right wing protests that were taking place in Westminster. And it's like, were the police there actually doing anything? Like <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were joined in. Yeah. Like I, I, I think we're going to notice the differences. Yeah. Yeah. Literally their friends true. were there and their family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to see the Chatting differences now. Literally. <laughs> oh yeah. But guys, well, this is why our podcast is here. Like we yeah. we still want to just inject some positivity. Even even like the times when we're feeling a bit like blah, like we still want to inject mm. positivity and hope and yeah, because this world's the madness that is happening just is not it. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it as well, like you and I, we don't really go to protests, like physical protests. And I know there are yeah. so many benefits to people being out on the streets and doing the proper like frontline work. Mm-hmm. But we at least by doing podcasts, we're not being censored at the at the moment. We're not yeah. being censored, yeah. and we can just get our our opinions across and our um, thoughts and across least, like, about these issues. Yeah, like we are actually doing something. The fact that we mm. that we even come every week to talk about these issues, to even just like make some notice about these issues, to like why we should care about some of these things. Like, because I know mm. that there's sometimes. Like sometimes me and Diana like will be picking topics to talk about, and sometimes like either one of us will be like, "Well, I don't really have anything to say on this," but then, um, but then the other one of us might have a bit more to say. But like the thing mm. is that the importance is, is that we actually 
but actually come in and be like there, there's something important with what with what we need to say about xyz topic and like even like mm. with like last the other week with elon musk buying twitter it's like we need to understand why he wants to buy twitter and mm. um yeah and understand like what what is going on here because like okay, yeah, it just seems like, okay, whatever, he's buying a social media platform, but why does he want a social media platform? Why is it like the most um, influential people and and expensive people, mm. like they're all involved with some kind of social media? Why is that? Why are they trying to be involved in some kind of social media? Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah, guys, it's for data. Data is um, the most expensive currency right now. Mm. Um we might think, not see that because we're giving our data so freely. But the thing mm-hmm. is, that's the whole point. That's how that's how capitalism is working. They put mm-hmm. it in a way where it's like we can't live without it. However, when like watching that um, program, the Social Dilemma, when they even said about how oh yeah, um, Mark Zuckerberg, whatever they they don't let their ch- own children use yeah they use. Um, Facebook, they don't let their own children use their own products and they they like cover all the cameras and all of their products and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just... It says it all. Like, we need... Yeah, exactly. It says it all. Like, how what they think of their own products regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think it's important as well. Like, to be honest, I don't give a fuck or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care about the people at the top so much. So, like, we talk about the royal family a lot. We talk about yeah. um, the billionaires a lot. And it's because we we care. We, we don't care about what they're doing, but we like to be in the know. And we like to ensure that other people are also in the know because we've got quite a few listeners. And I think it's yeah. important that we're all kind of aware of what is going on and aware exactly. of... Awareness um, is actually... Um, yeah, it's very powerful for us to have awareness of these issues, and I think it's like it's important for us to not just be thinking, like while a lot of the time there isn't much we can do, and um, mm. with a lot of these things, but for us to just actually be socially aware and um, of the things that they're doing, we yeah, I think that's really important, and I think it's important just even just. We might not have a strong opinion. There might not be much we can do, but at least we have knowledge of what's happening. We're not just coasting with our eyes closed and just being like, oh mm. yeah, let's just vote in the Conservatives again for yeah, no reason. Yeah. You know, oh, it was a global pandemic. What were they meant to do? No, they they were meant to not kill people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Easy. <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Mm. Um, but yeah, talking about these conservatives. Um, so there was a member of parliament who was caught by another member of parliament, um, who was a woman. So, um, who this person, uh, what was his name? I don't even know. His name is Neil Parrish, he's 65. And okay. he watches porn at work. <laughs> he, yeah. So this guy, Neil Parrish, was caught watching porn in the House of Commons. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole thing is ridiculous. It's just as ridiculous as a guy who um, has lots of dandruff and they just happen to <laughs> fall into very neat lines right in front of him. Um, I don't know what, like, I... I I don't know what more needs to come out 
about these people in this conservative party. I don't know what more things need to come out for for people to actually vote. Like we have no confidence mm. in your party. How can we have a part? <laughs> I'm sorry. How over these years you had a guy who is breaking laws, testing his eyesight, driving up and down the country during <laughs> COVID. Oh, he wanted to test his eyesight. That's why he was driving 60 plus miles or whatever away from his home. You had, we've had Matt Hancock, a whole affair that <sighs> got, that got, you know, exposed. Mm. That was happening in the workplace. We've had leaks. We've had some a leak in parliament showing WhatsApp messages. Mm. We've had bullying. Like, bullying. We've got we've got even now with Preeti Patel trying to with this um refugee crisis trying to send refugees to Rwanda like I don't none of this is making any sense. Um I just And also like the amount of MPs that are being investigated for sexual um, This is assault. what I mean like, yes. it's like how many would it? I can't remember what I said. I think it was like <sighs> one in twelve or one in twenty, somewhere in oh. between that that bracket. I, it's like fucking hell, what what's going on? What the <laughs> hell? And I'm sorry, like, okay, so just coming back to this one isolated incident then. Um, this guy has been allowed to resign. He's resigned now. However, why was he not sacked? I'm sorry, any mm. in any other workplace, um, it would not be Yeah. <laughs> this couldn't something like this, watching porn in your workplace would not be overlooked in any other workplace. Never. <laughs> Never. I am very like I'm very confused as to why this guy is just like yeah I've resigned and why his wife is coming out now talk chatting to papers being like I stand by my husband you know men yeah, watch oh porn no 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 yeah men watch porn but in the comfort of their own homes why you don't watch porn in your fucking mm. workplace in public and women, it's disgusting women watch porn as well but you don't see us exactly. like, sitting on the train and sitting in work watching porn literally. And this is what I'm like, no. And her having to, I'm sorry, like of the shackles, the shackles that you're stuck in, in this marriage. I'm so sorry that you need, that you feel the need that you need to come out and support your husband and anything. You think I'll be Mm. commenting? I will not be commenting. I'm like, yeah, no comment. I'm not commenting on this situation. I just wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't be talking to no one. Why do I need to come out saying that I support my husband? Just pretend like I'm not here. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not making any comments. Why, like, support my husband for what? Oh, I support my husband wholeheartedly for watching porn in his workplace. No, no, I, I don't. I do wonder what kind of porn it was. Like, <laughs> I'm quite well, curious. She, um, I heard that. Um, I did heard. I'm gonna say allegedly because I heard. I think this is what she'd said in one of the papers. She had said something about how. Oh, she feels more sorry for the women in the videos. Like, sorry, where? What is this? Why? Why are the women in the videos being brought into this? Oh, what does that, that have to do with anything? Feminism. <laughs> yeah, like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, the women in the videos. I'm sorry, you're deflecting. The, the, <laughs> the issue here is that your husband is watching porn in his workplace, and another woman looked over and saw that he was doing it. He knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. Why would you go and sit and watch porn next to women? Yeah, like, yeah, that's disgusting, and it is that is like a it is like a weird power play fetish kind of thing. Like because 
why would you choose to do it in that situation mm. with who you were sitting next by that you decided to go open your private browser, search Pornhub, find the porn. <laughs> like literally, like, cause girl, like even finding the porn, like it's not even like, it's not like the quickest of things because then you'll get the pop-ups, no. the different, the different yeah. tabs will keep opening. Then yes. you've gone through, yeah. looked at, looked at the little um, title video, in the caption, like look at it, skip. yeah, double <laughs> double check if that was the type that you want to look at. Oh, then you click on it. More pop ups are gonna open up, all the adverts, all of that, yeah, and then yeah. finally you've got to watching it. Like that's a <laughs> lot. That's a long process. <laughs> that is a lot to be it doing is. in your workplace. But did you and not hear in the comfort story? of your home? His his no. story was so like I watched his he interview always, always afterwards. Well, well, no, he was looking for a tractor video he typed in tractors and then for some reason Pornhub come up or I don't know if it's Pornhub but a porn website come up when he typed in tractor I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry (laughs) hold on hold on can I can we just pause here for a second can we just pause here okay he was looking for a tractor Mm. video instead of Mm. opening YouTube to just look for tractors where everyone finds videos yeah yeah instead of opening YouTube or typing it in Google because at the end of the day, he had that porn tab open. <laughs> That's what that says to me because he said that he searched for tractor in the porn website by accident. So he had the porn open. He had Pornhub <laughs> open. But like the thing is, is that the, the dark mode of Pornhub wasn't enough to make him think that this is not Google. Yeah, he, Do you he know what I mean? The, he's got so used to using Pornhub that he Literally. didn't even recognize that that's but, not Google. But the, the guy, like, but the thing is, yeah, the, the guy is 65 years old, so I doubt he's like, you know, switched on his dark mode mm. on all of the different um, sites or anything. Yeah. So he's, I, I really highly doubt that he was confused by that. He had the porn open already. Uh, that's what well, it is. And his so story. He, or, or he's in the past. He searched for tractor porn. Like, that's Ooh, it. That's kinky. <laughs> yeah, like he just wants to see people fucking on tractors. I don't on tractors. Know. So he... Or um feels like Katie Hopkins. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. And now I've remembered and now I feel sick. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but he, he was looking up tractors, ended up on a porn website. He said that he said up. that he was hiding so he, it from the women around him or from the people around him because he was conscious. He knew that he was watching porn and he, but he said that he couldn't understand why he, he couldn't stop watching it. So he had the porn on his phone, but he couldn't stop watching it. So that kind of made me think he's got (sighs) issues. He's got something wrong. If you can't, it's either what you're saying where he's done it intentionally because he's, he's like, argument was i've been an mp for this many years and no one's ever accused me of anything i've got like a clean track record until it's come to this and he said this is my first like this is your first time getting caught yeah i'm sorry the the thing is okay from what the first thing you said sorry guys i'm just pouring a drink um Mm. okay what what you said i need to just reverse okay because you said (laughs) (sighs) i'm trying to remember what point i wanted to make Okay, no, because he says something about how... He hid it um, from women. Yeah, he was hiding it. Mm. Okay, so he knew what he was searching wasn't right. Because mm. he did, wasn't hiding it to quickly take it off. He was no, he wasn't it. hiding it to take it off. He was hiding because it and for, watching it. Yeah, for these women to look over and then... 
actually go and be interested in what is he watching so intently because if you're just on your phone and you want to quickly come off something you wouldn't be mm. hiding your phone you'd be like oh no. fuck let me take that off and if you okay. accidentally saw the porn hub app as an mp a female mp i feel like they, not many of them have jokes but if say me and you were on the bench behind we'd be laughing we'd be in stitches yeah. if he accidentally went on a porn porn app and then like had to switch we'd be like what yeah. the fuck what is he doing we'd be like, oh my we god might, I'm so we sorry. might put in a complaint but yeah. we would like but, but it yeah, wouldn't like, escalate the fact that he this. was watching yeah and for, for him to say okay hold on what did you quote he said that was what I wanted to respond to he said that he's got like a clean track record up until now so this is the only incident that's kind of come and up something um, about how he couldn't stop himself or something. Yeah, he couldn't stop himself. It was like he was consciously watching the pool, but he didn't understand, like in his mind, he couldn't stop watching so, it. So, do you know, like, that is like a classic thing. You know, like when we watch films and stuff, that is the classic line that cheaters say. <laughs> it's like, oh, something came over me. I couldn't stop myself. I you know it's just a very weird line like i don't mm. understand you're in your workplace but you couldn't stop yourself from watching porn like okay well that is an issue and that is yeah. an issue of of sexual harassment in the workplace that is a big issue but mm. i don't like this whole idea that now he's trying to play the whole Oh, sex addiction. Sex addiction, yeah. No, because the thing is is that, okay, you have a sex addiction, like that should have been disclosed to your workplace Mm. already um, Mm. if you really have a sex addiction. Um, And the thing is that why are we now playing this off as, oh, an addiction? It's like this whole thing of like white men with mental health issues Mm. is- Be kind, be kind. It's more palatable. (laughs) It's like, yes, oh, I can have a mental health issue that makes me harmless because it's mental health. Yeah, yeah. Any other and person who's suffering from sex addiction would be demonised. Yeah, and we, we've we heard it before with um, Diane Abbott. Like, she was drinking mm-hmm. a tin of a cocktail a on a train. An MS yeah, mojito. A, a little mojito a on bop, the bop. tube. I'm sorry, Greatest influencer of our time. I know, I know. Greatest she, influencer. That so was this, iconic. Because yeah. we literally. all now drink our tins on trains. <laughs> like, literally. So, but, <laughs> Diane Abbott just was pictured with this M&S yeah. mojito on the tube. People there, people were trying to attack her about it. It went viral on Twitter. And then, like, people were just like, the next day, because it was a heat wave, the next day, those yeah. M&S mojitos... All sold out. She sold mm. them out. Literally, I'm yeah. sorry. An influencer. Free advertising. An yeah, influencer. A real influencer. But and she's the just thing there minding that, her business. She's not even. She was. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Diana on Abbott, her way home from work, wasn't it? Yeah. She was coming back from this, the House this of Commons. This woman is like, guys, literally, see how she don't even need to put no efforts in. <laughs> she was just minding her business. Like, I'm sorry, you influence the girls. Take notes because see how she was just minding her business. I'm sorry, a real celebrity, a real, mm. real celebrity. All she was doing was, you know, a long day at work, heat wave, and let me just drink my my little mojito, my four percent mojito, and um, you don't want to be taking pictures. Like, you guys take pictures, and she sells out, sells out MNS up and down the country. The real Molly no. May, the real Molly May. Yes, this is what it is. Before but Molly she, May um, was even a thing, literally. But mm. th- my point there was that she basically got dragged by the media. 
like yeah. newspapers and she's they been really dragged tried for it. other stupid things as well like you know someone photoshopped um her to have two like shoes on um i think two left pair of shoes on her feet oh yeah Do you remember very that? weird things yeah like weird shit it's like they're they're constantly going for her but then my guy over here is watching porn at work in the and house of common all yeah, sex and addiction we're seeing Let's feel sorry all, for like, him. Yeah, he probably didn't mean it. You know, all these excuses. Oh, his wife it's still like, supports him, so we shouldn't yeah. demonize him. Oh, it's only watching porn. I'm sorry. Wasn't there meant to be a bill being passed about watching porn and you have to put in your detail, your details, so um that people know that you're over 18? Wasn't that a thing that the mm. that the government was meant to pass, but conveniently they threw that out? Hmm. Really? Well, what's also yeah. interesting is that you can't enter a London tube station now without seeing the sexual harassment um campaigns yeah. like and the the billboards and stuff so it's like this guy's walking past and it, it he's actually <laughs> very like the messages are very strong it's like um staring like unwanted yeah. staring is sexual yeah. like could be classed as sexual assault uh, sexual and they even so have like, about will the, be aware. yeah they even have the advert just talking about um unsolicited airdrop in that, that yeah, I forgot what it's yeah. called they, they even talk about that like yeah i just i just don't know i don't know for i i'm sorry if that's not enough to show who this country is being run by right now <laughs> but then even on the left side it's like keir starmer is now being investigated by the police for having <laughs> a curry during lockdown with his friends it's like but why are our two like most powerful people in this country or well, some of the most powerful people in this country most powerful politicians being investigated by mm. the police. Like, can we raise yeah. the bar a bit higher? Like, can Literally. we get some new new people in? Like, I'm so bored of this. Like, I am so bored. bored. And you know what I'm bored of? I'm bored of hearing that all these people have been bricking, bricking the law when we were when we were stuck. People had to people were getting fined left, right, center. All of and this and children rubbish. are being strip searched. Like, I'm so <laughs> bored of hearing like. Literally. These MPs can do what they want, but there's children being strip searched for smelling like weed. Like, like I'm yeah. done. And actually, even going on to that, so I just wanted to mention about um, there was a story about an eight year old boy who was mm. forced, and this was also in 2020. Um, I'm just going to get it up on. Yeah. Uh, so. An eight-year-old black boy was made to clean soiled five-year-old sister's genitals um, at the Greenleaf After School Club. And they gave him her poo to take home um, in a bag like she's a dog. What the um, fuck? This, like, this is like fucking disgusting. So it says... How an old was the sister? Five. She was five. Oh my God. So an eight-year-old black boy from East London was forced to clean his five-year-old sister after she sought herself at an after school club. Um... The boy who attended Greenleaf After School Club in Walthamstow told his mum he was made to clean excrement off his sister's leg in front of other pupils, despite toilets being nearby. A staff member reportedly said, I'm not cleaning her. She is your younger sister. You clean her, according to the mother. Their mother said the incident was humiliating and racist, saying that it was an mm, example of good. adultification, which it is an I'm example of that. I'm glad that everyone's using the, the right terminology God. like these days. Yes. I just love it. I love it. I love it as well. She said, I don't allow my child to see his sister's genitals. How on earth do they think that that is acceptable? They would never possibly ask a white child to do that. 
No. A five, the five-year-old girl who has special educational needs was reportedly oh. left without knickers or tights on when she was picked up in the freezing temperature in November 2020. The mum added that this was not the first time her son had been asked to do something similar for his sister. The consultant told the mother the incident was unacceptable and concluded that the care received by the two children fell far below expectations. Mm. But what's going to happen? Nothing. Literally. So, uh, safeguarding, apparently the school apologizing, whatever. Okay, look, this, and that was just, that's just fucking disgusting. Like, I'm sorry, why is... And it is a form of ad- adultification. The fact mm-hmm. that this eight-year-old black boy um, was put in charge to clean his sister, who this after-school club would know has sh- would know that this girl has special needs. They mm. would know that she has special educational needs. This mother would not send her children to this after-school club mm. without informing informing the people who are taking care of her children the fact that her five-year-old has special educational needs and how xyz sometimes this could happen there is no way how dare they are they putting responsibility on an eight-year-old boy to clean up his five-year-old sister how dare how dare they are they sending him home with her poo like what Mm. the fuck is that like she's a dog it's humiliating for both of those kids it's fucking disgusting and the thing is is that i just think like i i I believe that after school club what were they doing for this poor girl to actually saw herself because i i like regardless if you have special educational needs or not that mother wouldn't put her children in a situation where she doesn't Mm. feel like that they can actually like they'll be in some level where they can take care of themselves and look after themselves at five years old, you know, like this girl has special educational needs. And I just feel like there could have been some trauma or stress that was put Mm. on this, this five-year-old girl, which made her, which led her to actually, unfortunately saw herself. And I'm sorry, like, this is what I mean. I don't trust these institutions because it's like what are they what are you doing where you when mm. when these parents aren't looking why did that girl saw herself i'm sure like that mother wouldn't wouldn't have her in a place that they where they shouldn't be able to take care of her what did they yeah, do that made true. her do that and then and this wasn't even an isolated incident it's he's they've done this to this boy um adultified mm. this boy before in regards to his sister before so this is why i don't i don't believe that this is an isolated incident and i believe that they probably caused this um like this child to unfortunately soil herself because like no mother is sending her children to an after school club like because the thing is the fact that they're in after school club like just in general obviously the mother is in a place where okay she needs help with her kids but also she Mm. can afford to get the help for her kids you know like that like Mm. you know there's there's it's obviously clearly like you know so i'm sorry i don't trust um i don't trust these institutions and i do believe that they're there they do try to abuse their power because they want to bully children and they want to traumatize children and this is yeah, what they've done yeah. in this like seems... racist incident yeah in in this situation there's like a few things it's like race comes into play mm-hmm. and the fact that they've also been like um 
the how they've treated a child with a disability is also disgusting mm-hmm. and then just the fact that they're children it's like there's no like the safeguarding practices aren't in place because the child children aren't being protected like the fact that mm-hmm. they're having to clean each other like that makes what no sense fuck? at all and it no. literally breaks my heart thinking about the fact that like an eight-year-old little boy had to use his initiative as a child when you shouldn't yeah. have to be thinking about these he types of things to, ha- he shouldn't having even to have clean to be put his in that sibling. position Literally, yeah, like, no. oh, it breaks my heart. And the fact, like, that, like you know, I don't, I don't know if you were, like, really close with your sister growing up, but, like, just the fact that, like, you'd have to think as a sibling, like, oh, because I'm, I'm the eldest, like, I need mm-hmm. to step up and, like, now look after my little brother because these adults are treating him horribly. Like, that literally makes me want to cry because it's yeah. like you, you've been put in this situation because your mum trusts that you're, you're both going to be looked after. And he, yeah. it's it's like, it's like black children always have to deal with this stuff and it makes them, mm-hmm. like, have to grow up so quickly because it's mm-hmm. not, it's not normal. It's not yeah. normal. We should not it's have not. to think about these things when putting children into childcare. Like, we should Mm-mm. trust that the the childcare experts are going to do their jobs properly and clean children. Literally. Like, it, it actually makes me feel sick. It is disgusting. A five-year-old at that young, mm. young age. Like, I just, yeah, I don't believe that they're not, that they haven't terrorised those children. Mm. And those people need to be investigated. Their jobs need to be gone. Their jobs need to be sacked. And again, this is another wayward thing that was happening in 2020. Like, you know, yeah. and yeah. same child Q 2020 as well. So, like, it seems kind of abusive as well to like leave a disabled child with with dirty dirty underwear on, like while you're there in your care. She didn't have dirty underwear on. They sent her home without. (sighs) Like, this disgusting. Like in November, and I'm sorry as well. Like, I just feel like this the these reports coming out and all these things happening in 2020 in 2020, um, post George Floyd. I think that says a lot. Mm. because everyone had their black square summer, but they weren't meaning it. And so why were there? So now why are we seeing more racially, um, racially aggravated attacks on young children as well? Like people mm. abusing their places of power. Why are we seeing more of that um, post George Floyd? Yeah. And I think all of these incidents to... happening in 2020. That, and, yeah. Yeah. When they were trying to say that this UK is a racist. And they were out showing their ass. No. Yeah. We need to keep making clear as well that this is how people treat children because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the time with adultification, um, when it comes to black children, we like to call them like teens and young people Mm. and stuff like that. Which, yeah, yeah, they are teens sometimes and they are young people, but But they're um, children. Emphasizing the fact that they're children, that Mm -hmm. kind of. That that kind it it's more powerful and it's actually more truthful as well because their brains aren't fully developed like psychologically mm-hmm. they're still children and physically like they might look a bit bigger but sometimes not all the time but they are still children and they they're innocent and we shouldn't be treating them like they're these um, like mischievous um, you know like twenty year olds that are up to no good because they're not they're literally children. Yeah with brains that aren't developed. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Treat and them just go, like the children. Yeah. Going on to another in, um, racially motivated attack against a black child. Um, so a 12 year old boy was attacked by a white woman with a paddle from her boat. I just, this whole, um, 
this whole incident actually just makes me sick. I'm just like, Same. what? And again, this um child, he was autistic. Um, mm. he is autistic. Sorry, not was he is. Um, and so um, this boy was. So, so this boy. Um, I, I'm gonna just read, basically read the caption that his mother um posted on the video. Mm. She said, on the 26th of March, I was devastated to receive this picture of my nephew. Oh, sorry, this is his auntie. Um, him and his friends had been playing at a lake in Bristol when this lady accused and attacked my nephew with the paddle of her boat for throwing stones, which he didn't even throw. However, because he was the only black boy there he's and he's very tall for a 12-year-old, she thought it would be okay to attack him. And literally, there's pictures of him going around. Mm. This boy... Like you see him that you see cuts, marks and blood on his face. Like literally like this they're woman came. Well. Yeah, this woman came. Scabs. They're like deep Atta- cuts. Like how are you coming attacking someone? Like this is just isn't even just the fact that, you know, like how can you attack anyone, whether they're an adult yeah. or a child, regardless? Why are you coming attacking them with the paddle of your boat? Hmm. For throwing stones. But he didn't even throw nothing. Um yeah. Anyway, yeah, so so yeah, so I'm very upset to see that my brother has received a letter explaining they aren't doing anything about this matter. My nephew is autistic and this has really affected him. He's such a sweet soul. Please share and like, let's hope the police do something about this lady before other kids get hurt. So I just feel like it's a shame that I feel like social media is great. However, it's a shame that this is what we have to do to actually get some kind of justice and to get things to be mm. reported on. Because it's the same thing, it was the same thing with Child Q. Without social media, like this mm. wouldn't be getting the attention that it deserves. Um, the police said, we're aware of posts about an incident in Bristol which in which a 12-year-old child was injured. This incident was taken seriously at the time with officers attending, taking statements from the child and an adult family friend and interviewing a suspect at a police station. Officers believed the available evidence would not lead to a realistic prospect of conviction and all parties were updated. Victims have the have a right to request a review in such cases. After becoming aware of concerns of the injured boy's family, we got in touch and have initiated a review of the case. We would ask anyone who witnessed the incident to get in touch by calling, blah, blah, blah. I think what is very interesting though is that, okay, they feel like it doesn't, it's not realistic to get a conviction. However, there's video evidence. Yeah, like the boy's face is covered in blood. Like what more there's do you pictures, need? There's pictures, there's a video showing her um showing her abusing like because like the other kids his friends were trying to be like what are you doing and having and a go at her and she's coming no yeah and she's coming and shouting at them and it's like it's and she didn't go to attack any of the white boys with the paddle no that's that's what is the main thing here it's like so she accused them of throwing stones and rocks in the video she's in the white kid's face shouting in their faces while yeah. the mixed boy is just in the background yeah i think he's mixed or black i don't know he's mixed but, race um, i think yeah and it's like so she came after him when he wasn't even being confrontational and they like mm-hmm. one of them was like oh fuck off in the video one of the white kids why like i'm not saying she should hit anyone but it's like if you're gonna hit anyone you hit the rowdy yeah. one like you you don't hit like but, the like, kid that's the in the shows, background not talking she, she was see she sees the white boys as children but she didn't see 
their black the the only black friend as a child. Why is it that mm. he was the only one that she decided to go to attack? Because he was black, he was tall, and she felt yeah. like it was justified. Literally, and Ugh. I just think this incident's disgusting. Again, this whole idea of um like people who with um special needs with um disabilities mental health who are who are again being targeted and attacked and like just you know it's just disgusting and imagine an adult is attacking a child like i actually find that crazy like a 12 year old like imagine me and you hitting a 12 year old like i could never in a million (laughs) years i'm sorry this isn't like you lot were shouting shouting about will smith um slapping chris rock i'm sorry this woman had a paddle and she, she whacked killed the boy this around boy. the head and cut his head open with a paddle. Like, it's actually inconceivable. Like, I can't imagine myself going up to a 12-year-old and hitting them around the head with, with a, a with weapon. With a blunt like, instrument. Like, I just find no. it wild. I find it wild. Absolutely madness. Absolutely madness. And now like, she's um, playing victim. Like, self-defense, self-defense. They're children, self-defense to you what? fucking idiot. They're kids. <laughs> self-defense for what? I don't see no cuts from the apparent stones that were thrown at you. Yeah, same. Like... No, about self-defense. Mm. I know. I'm sorry. Anyway. Where, self-defense from what? Like he didn't. He didn't even get to cover his face. The cuts are yeah. all on his face. Literally. Mm-mm. No. No. Just disgusting. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, yeah. This UK. I just don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about this UK. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, Dave Chappelle was attacked on, sh- on stage. Um, I just feel like... Okay, I feel like maybe the whole incident with Will Smith, maybe, like, these attacks or, like, people just coming up on stage to try and attack their favourite comedians is probably, like... Um, from seeing that example, maybe. Um, however, I do also believe that, like... I stand by what I said when we spoke about the Will Smith incident that like I'm sorry like comedians that like, you can expect to get slapped sometimes I don't think it's right for people to be paying money to go to these people's shows if they don't agree with them like just 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 yeah. stop just stop paying the money just stop giving them money like stop you know like that's the only way like stop you that's the only way just stop giving these people money like that because at the end mm. of the day when you put their name in the headlines and stuff like that, you're giving them that like you're you're giving them money because mm. like they get put in the headlines, they sell out their shows. Yeah, yeah. That's it. True. And um yeah, that's so I'm just kind of like I don't I don't condone like people, especially like for these people's safety. Like Will Smith was one thing that that was like all of them are like on, you know, same level all of this, but like people who are just like you know normal citizens going up and attacking celebrities like you need to be careful these people they have the security and you even saw that um the person who did attack um dave Chappelle, like at the end of it he was in an ambulance and his shoulder has been dislocated like that i feel like that is just not Mm -hmm. it like like this person didn't need a whole team of security men or fighting fighting him to yeah, get to get them the off. Yeah, and mm. I've just I like yeah. even t- to the extent where 
Chris Rock suddenly appears. Like, I just, even that is just a bit weird. I'm just like, oh yeah, so mm. you were there ready. Chris Rock appears <laughs> and is like, oh yeah, was that Will Smith? Ready for his huh? one joke of the night. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> was that Will Smith? That is my, that is my line. That's the, that's the only time I've spoken on the Will Smith incident. So let me monetize off that. Um, <laughs> apparently I heard that Dave Chappelle responded and joked saying no it was a trans person and i feel like that is disgusting oh. um when will we stop being obsessed with trans people like i'm bored is, yeah shut the fuck is, up it is boring i'm tired and like the thing is it's like you guys aren't funny <laughs> like I it's just, true your, it's very your, true your jokes where you need to, where you feel you need to like um, you feel like you need to make fun of people. It's just not funny. It's boring. You guys are boring. I'm sorry that like, I'm sorry that you guys are actually living such nice lives now that you don't have anything self-deprecating to say to be funny anymore <laughs> because that's all you guys know how to joke on. Um, yeah. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry that you, that this is the only thing for you to keep your career alive. You know, what's funny as well is that they like to joke about marginalized people, but they won't make mm. jokes about their friends in the industry, like Diddy. You yeah. never hear them like say something funny about Diddy or mm. like any of the other black billionaires because they no. want to, they want to stay in these circles. This they the they want their friends. But that's yeah, the thing they as well, stay. because like, even with, if we like come back to the Will Smith, um, Jada situation, is mm. that like, Chris Rock felt like comfortable enough to say that joke. Like clearly yeah. he knows like he has a history of saying jokes about Jada and nothing's happened. And he felt comfortable enough that, oh yeah, I can say a joke about them. I don't mind too much, but you would never hear these people saying any jokes about Jay-Z and Beyonce. No. You know what no. I mean? You'll never see people like, and Jay-Z and Beyonce were at that Dave Chappelle show as well, apparently. Mm. And this is like, I feel like mm, that's actually saying Why something about there? them. Like they're, 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 they're watching the show. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I like, feel like they, they, they know when to like play the activist and they know when to hide. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're exactly. good at keeping their relationships, you know, exactly. maintaining Very their status. Just, just there. Mm. And I, I just feel like, which, you know what, good for them. But I also feel like we don't know what you're about, Beyonce. You yeah. want to, if, you're, if you're supporting someone like Dave Chappelle who like openly has said transphobic jokes... Okay. Yeah, but okay, like, maybe so your activism yeah. is for like it is is for black cis people and not black trans people. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I mean like obviously maybe you guys are mates, whatever, blah blah blah, but still like call out your mates. I'm sorry, call out your mates, call out your family. I mean I mm. fucking do, so Yeah. Like literally and and like the thing with this situation with Dave Chappelle, it's like to be honest, I don't. So yeah, the thing with with Dave Chappelle and this situation is like everyone is in the wrong, mm. and like the guy the guy that ran up on stage, he had a knife, like <laughs> he had yeah. some sort of weapon. Dave Chappelle says these things all the time, these transphobic things. If this person was trans, then like you've triggered people, and then mm -hmm. his security beat people up. It's like when is there going to be um, a break? 
when is it who's gonna you know just relax because all this violence constantly like it's just just boring (laughs) it is boring it is boring like i mean i feel like the will smith thing was like an isolated incident and but now it's just like okay like this isn't what we want to see it's not funny chris rock your joke wasn't funny like yeah um, you know like and yeah i just yeah, it is. It's boring. You're right. And just like, guys, just stop. If you're against it, just don't give your money to this person. Don't watch his Netflix specials. It's like, I'm mm. sorry. Like, I know, like, it is just simple as that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like, I understand people kind of being like, being outraged and wanting to, you know, show that outrage. But at the mm. same time, I'm just kind of like, can we just stop putting our money in places that we don't? want it like just just yeah. can we just stop giving attention to things like i just feel like if you just i know and obviously i know it's like an isolated thing because there's people who would st- who would laugh at it and people who all think the same however i'm just i just feel like pick your battles and it? it's not it's not all the time because mm. you know it's not all the time we can be doing this i just really is just like a pick your battles kind of thing and can we just stop giving these people money like we're not going to change their minds just stop giving them money it's the same with like piers morgan we're not going to change his oh. mind just, stop. just don't give him money don't give him the attention like yeah yeah like piers yeah. morgan his whole situation at the moment i can't remember if we said last week but he's got this new show and in the adverts for the new show like he he's basically talking about um cancel culture and like he's saying like anti lgbt stuff because he's just dragging non-binary people and then joking about like misogyny and it's like why is this guy allowed a show and if he's allowed a show why are people watching it? Like, why? Literally. Why are people? I know he's a controversial I mean, voice and might, you know, get is, some clickbait. But just stop. The guy is the guy is so old. Why is everyone on TV so fucking old? Like, yeah, it's true. I, just, I feel like that's Past like we're in this, Literally, same with Anton Deck. Get them off. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I feel like we're just seeing the same people. Everyone is bored of TV anyway. No one's watching. Yeah, the, TV the ratings is so aren't bad. there. And like they keep trying to push the same bullshit. It's not going to work. Like mm. it's not gonna get your your ratings aren't gonna get up anymore. Like you guys thought, oh yeah, Piers Morgan, it's giving us ratings, giving us a YouTube views, but it was triggering everyone. Like, mm. sorry, it's, it's really true. not. And- it's really not going to make your shows any better. Like, can you just bring in some new talent? Like, it's true and i think bringing some of these youtubers like even literally what, like, even just to see like you know the young white youtubers as well just bringing someone different yeah. like we're tired why are we still seeing these old faces it's true and i think that is what people are bored of people are bored of the like conventional celebrity at least in in britain like the mm-hmm. conventional celebrities that are like 30 plus i think people are bored of seeing them on tv not, or at least our age range plus i think they're older <laughs> yeah, yeah, older. I think that older. Even, but but even so, right? I've I've watched Britain's Got Talent. On are probably thirty. That's the yeah, people that are finally yeah, giving them a true. break. But, but like, the, yeah, I haven't. Anyway, I've go been, on. I haven't been watching Britain's Got Talent. I've been watching Gogglebox, and they've been watching Britain's Got Talent on that. And the thing with Gogglebox, which is so good, is that they're all very normal people, yes. and they're like your everyday person, and people love that. And you mm. see them like talking about these shows. And I was watching Britain's Got Talent on it. And 
the judges, like everything's set up, like everything's yeah. set up, and they that act was even in the news things, the other day. like the magicians and stuff. And it's like you know the magician is gonna do this. And when he yeah. was like, some magician was like drowning himself, and they're like, oh my god, can he get out? Can he? Get? It's like you do this fucking thing every year. The magician he is gonna get out. Like we know he's not gonna drown. We know he's not gonna die. So Amanda, mm-hmm. can you stop pretending that you're shocked because he's I not gonna about die? That woman. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean. It's uh, on the panel. It's Amanda, David Williams, Simon Cowell, and Alicia. Alicia's the only normal, unproblematic one on that panel. Like the rest of them, Simon, yeah, he is problematic because he owns yeah. that psycho, and everyone's like damaged from that. But um, yeah, like these these general general British TV shows, I don't think people are interested anymore because no. we like our influencers so, and we like our YouTubers and everything our reality is so TV predictable stars. now as well. Like yeah. what Britain's Got Talent isn't even like when it started, it was like proper like oh like people coming on doing different things you get people who will just come on and doing just like their everyday their everyday things yeah. but now it's yeah. not it's not like that anymore it's like and they you see who they're pushing and as well it's a, it's another thing like jeremy kyle they'll let the mm. people come on show them on tv so everyone can have a laugh at them you know like you yeah. know the you know, the people who are just like a bit different and whatever. Oh yeah, come on. Ha ha ha. Hilarious. What am I watching? No, red buzzer. Like how, how traumatic <laughs> is that? That they're yeah. pressing a red buzzer to cut off someone's to performance. To say you're not talented. Your talent Literally, is not good. <laughs> it's very traumatic. And like, and it's a very, like, I mean, Britain's Got Talent is, is over 10 years old in it. So like, I mean, that yeah. was the, that was the time when we were... When, okay, we thought that kind of thing was funny, laughing at people was funny, but right now it's like, you know what, we want to see normal people again. We want to see things that aren't fixed. Um, so basically in the news they were saying about um people were talking about Britain's Got Talent being fixed because mm. they had um the woman who sang who sang like Susan one Boyle. of the songs. Huh? Oh no. Don't worry, I thought you were talking about Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh no, no, not Susan Boyle. So um, the woman, there was a woman who sang one of the songs from Greatest Showman, um, mm. like kind of like the main song, and she yeah. came on Britain's Got Talent singing, and she got a golden buzzer, and people were like, "Well, she's already established; she isn't, yeah, you know, yeah. she's not, you know, like just a normal person." Mm. And like that, that the argument people were saying that they think it's fixed because, yeah, she's going through to the final; she's already established. But basically, like they say, how oh you you don't have to not be established. Go on there, like um you know, because like you can just go on there and just get your name out there a bit more, kind of thing. Um, mm. Yeah, and it's just like well, she's had she's had a chance anyway. Like she got like she sang she she sang the yeah. theme tune of like one of the biggest musicals um, mm. that came out recently. So. You know, and people were annoyed and people were saying that Britain's Got Talent is fixed. Like, you're not seeing normal people on there and stuff like that. And yeah, it's what we're seeing yeah. on every reality TV show. We're not seeing normal people. Yeah, because like, everything's become so polished. Just like, yeah. you can't get just normal anymore. Like, everything is perfection. Like, even the magicians on there now and mm-hmm. the dancing. It's like, and this is why there's people no love YouTube. jokes. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was going to say because there's people... Like, I watched the Sidemen videos... KSI and all of them guys and mm-hmm. like they they stick to YouTube because they can make first of all they can make so much fucking money on YouTube like because mm-hmm. their audience is on YouTube yeah and again they have more like control over what they cre- create and what they put out yeah. and 
it's also good to just watch the normal people at least when you're on youtube it's not all a big production well it might be a big production team but they don't make it look like it's a big production team everything Mm -hmm. still looks vloggy and like ordinary people and i think that's what we all enjoy these days we don't enjoy the like we enjoy love island but we don't enjoy how things are set up and conversations are forced like we enjoy the natural side of love island like the the rows and I think you know when people think, look like they're actually in organic situations yeah I think people are enjoying less of Love Island as well with how polished everyone is how everyone yeah. is a certain aesthetic how everyone is this influencer look because it's like it's making Love Island less attainable mm. and like I feel like we're in a point where we're just tired of seeing that as well with Love Island um yeah but yeah like yeah just i think and i think people also enjoy like the youtubes more and even podcasts because it's like they'd rather hear people's real honest opinions on things rather than Mm. just seeing these celebrities these news people just regurgitating a news story which most of the time is biased depending on what news outlet you're listening to and um and you don't get to know anyone's real honest opinions on anything like Mm. everything is just you know everything is just like oh yeah they have to they have to just read the news story and like while we will mm-hmm. read the news story but but we do kind of have our opinion i think people that's what people are wanting to hear and are interested mm. in listening to you because they're like maybe you know like how when like what we said earlier how sometimes we'd kind of be like oh well i don't really have much of an opinion on this and i don't have much of an opinion on that but like yeah. just the fact that we're even gauging like a small opinion on something mm. that we think is important to talk about maybe someone else had had a quite a big opinion and they just wanted to just see if their opinion is valid or if other mm. people are thinking similar things and stuff like that and i think that's what is what people like about youtube and um yeah yeah and podcasts and stuff i think people i think people really like it as well just being able to say when it comes to like just watching like tv Mm. reviews and like netflix show reviews people love it because people want to kind of hear other people's opinions is similar to their opinion it's true because the most popular channels and stuff on youtube that like at least me and my friends watch are normally like commentary youtube channels Mm -hmm. bloggers um people that are just showing you into their everyday lives and doing analysis videos on like tv shows and topics and it's like that mm. is what's popular. That's what people like. People like to hear from ordinary people. So mm. even I don't like that Steve Bartlett, but I think what makes his podcast and stuff successful is that he's he kind of he comes across like he knows what he's talking about, but he also has that essence of he's like a normal man. So yeah. people are like, oh, this cool guy. He's he's edgy, but he's an entrepreneur. I feel and like he's, and YouTubers he's, he's give got up the that. culture on his side. Yeah. Literally, literally. So yeah, I just think there's a lack of that like naturalness on on TV, Um, Mm -hmm. and that's why people aren't aren't interested anymore. People our age aren't so interested. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So this is just (laughs) this is like a quick one. So Mm -hmm. um, I saw this video on Twitter um, that Quajo, the social housing. Uh, I don't know if he defines as an activist, but a lot of his work is like, you know, uh, about promoting um, 
promoting fair housing, I guess. I don't really know much about, I know we're in a housing crisis, but yeah, he's he's like an expert and all of that. And he's so young. And um, he shared something from, it must be like an interview or a podcast or, or something like that. And it's a video of people laughing about um, people having rodents in their houses, like rats, mice and stuff like that. Not out of choice, not because they're pets, mm-hmm. but because they're pests. And oh, yeah. he, he basically says, he quotes the video and says, Oh, sorry, just not my microphone. Um, an infestation in your home doesn't mean your home is dirty. And I want to end that stigma because thousands of people have rodent issues. And it's comments like this that stop people from speaking up. And mm-hmm. then the people in the podcast just went back to him and just were like, you're taking it too seriously, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought... But the um, thing is, like, is he taking it too seriously? And this is another thing, especially mm. with these, because that was a male podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, especially with these kind of male podcasts and stuff, it's always like, okay, we're allowed to joke, and we can joke on it, anything we want to. Oh, don't take yeah. it seriously, though. But it's like, if people like, okay, yeah, make your jokes, okay, laugh, laugh, laugh. However, like, if someone wants to just come and make you aware that actually... Like we, we kind of need to end this stigma. No, it, it is that serious then. This person yeah. has just told you that it's that serious and why it's that serious. So why is it that you guys want to come back being like, it's not that serious, get over it. But no, sometimes, yeah. sometimes again, this is the whole thing with joking at people's expense. Like sometimes mm. it is serious. It's not yeah, all the time true. laugh about people's situation you know mm, yeah yeah and that's the thing it's like this this guy he's always tweeting about this kind of stuff like housing issues and you can tell that he's coming from a genuine place so i don't know why mm. you'd want to snap back and start arguing with him because his what he's doing is going to benefit everyone um yeah. in the long run so yeah i but just thought that but, was a silly comment from them i just i just feel like but people are just so used to they they still want to have people that they can make fun of and it's just like yeah yeah. yeah it's true but um yeah with this situation i just thought i'd talk about it because i grew up next to a farm mm-hmm. and like it would be known that in the winter mice would come in all of my neighbors homes because they want to be warm and they're digging yeah, underground they're yeah. digging wherever through the bricks through the brickwork and they're trying to get into people's homes so we'd have mice like every winter in our houses mm-hmm. and like we we had humane traps we had inhumane traps we had all sorts mm-hmm. um just growing up um and we've got so many like my stories because that's just you know we, our house was never dirty it yeah. was never gross it was just we'd have mice in the winter sometimes yeah and you'd see a mouse sometimes in the in the kitchen be like oh my god like get the traps out and that was it like it wasn't like we were sitting and there was dead mice and babies and stuff like that yeah even so he posted videos of like there's people that live in poverty in homes where they're renting but there are mice in the house giving birth and and stuff like that yeah and And it doesn't mean that these people yeah it's like the landlords the landlords aren't doing doing anything and it, it also doesn't mean these people are dirty it means just yeah some houses attract rodents and that's just yeah. like it's not to do with the smell it's not to do with anything like that mm-hmm. um it's, it's sometimes to do with location um but yes yeah, so <laughs> i've got a story which is a bit a bit gross but um one time <laughs> i invited this guy around my house oh, God. and um 
Oh, it was so bad, right? So there was, and he wasn't from my area, so he wasn't really aware that there, people would get mice in their homes. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like there's a trap over there in the kitchen because we have mice sometimes and it's winter, it's cold, blah, blah, blah. And um, he was like, oh, like he, I could tell he was judging me. I was like, great, like this is hilarious, <laughs> great. Um, and then we were sitting on the sofa, like snuggling up, and then. And my mouse just run past the oh, kitchen gosh. and he was like, and he, it's his fear. And I didn't know it's his uh, fear. And he was like, oh my God, there's a mouse, there's a mouse. And I was like, yeah, I know, but it will go to the trap soon. Like it will go to the trap soon. Yeah. Like the, the humane trap and it will be fine. Like, and then it ran back again. It kept running back and forth. And he was like, oh my God, right, I'm going to have to catch it. So he what? got up and was running scared, around. Why is he going to catch it? Because he said, I can't sleep here if if there are mice running around. I was why like, oh, just okay, go whatever. Yeah, in it like Why is stressing he trying to me catch out. It? I'm sorry, I like know. I'm, I look, I, I wouldn't call it a fear, but it's just like I don't want to be anywhere near mice or rats or anything, anything with long tails. I don't want to be anywhere near them. I don't want to see them. Don't want none of that. Like same with pigeons. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near them. But you think I'll be running around trying to catch? No, oh, no. I'll just be like, oh, I'll just be like. And I'm sorry if I really had a problem. Be like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to leave. Yeah. And I like, just go. Yeah. Just go. Leave. Take your L. Like. But clearly, clearly yeah. it was that deep. He had to run around. Yeah, to catch he was like, I can't, I can't relax with them running with that mouse running around. I was like, oh, fair enough. So I would just go into a different up. room. Yeah, so we did. So we went to my bedroom, and then the mouse ran into my room. It was like it could oh, sniff out the your, your room is downstairs, isn't it? Downstairs, yeah. And then it was running back and forth in my room, like behind my wardrobe and stuff. And he was like, oh, we need to pull it out. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I had to like move the furniture so that we could try and get this mouse. And we were running around trying to get it. And it was probably about 1 or 2 a.m. And I was like, I, I literally can't be bothered with this. So we went to sit back in the lounge, watch the film. <laughs> I think this mouse must have been extra friendly because it jumped on the sofa, like oh behind God. the sofa, and it jumped at him. It jumped at him and he screamed. And oh I was like, God. oh my God. I was like, I'm so sorry, but in like my 24 years, this has never happened to me or to anyone. And I just think it smells like you're scared of it and it's jumping at you. And it jumped oh up and then it ran away somewhere. And then we didn't see it again. We didn't see it again. Fuck but it it, oh my God. It that was mouse the most, came it was to play with him. <laughs> like literally. It was like there was something that was just like, no, let's just let's just mess about with this guy. <laughs> I don't know how it got on the sofa either. Um, oh, they can jump. Like, yeah yeah exactly but my family are clean like we clean yeah. things but it's just when you live next to a farm you just got to get used to the fact that mice yeah. will probably come in your house and even when you try and block it you block it from the outside you block it through like the walls and stuff they'll still they, find a way they, they find, bite and they chew they find a way yeah, yeah. so like so, yes yeah. my, my mouse story <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah my mouse story so similar similar situation with how so basically this is like my auntie's house i was helping her move move out mm. and um they they so they had some mice in the garage and like yeah. um and this was in Litchfield so Litchfield is very like lots of farms very like um yeah quite rural all of that um so like there were m- mice in the garage but cuz obviously mm. we were moving stuff out then they found their way into the house kind of thing just like um there was just one and um yes yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like my auntie we'd seen it and my auntie had put down traps 
and um she had put <laughs> so she'd basically she put one of the humane traps and put mm. like she put like um half of the celebrations on it to attract <laughs> it to there. <laughs> like a, a Milky Way on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to attract it. And um and she and like we so we basically we knew the mouse went into the bathroom because we saw it and like yeah. my auntie was there spraying it with detergent and it was <laughs> jumping and I was screaming my head up. I was like, no! I was screaming because it was jumping when she would spray it. <laughs> yeah. And um, anyway, so then it ran into the bathroom because the bathroom had like, the door is mm. a bit elevated. So it got, it just went through the gap into the bathroom. So, um, and we like kind of stuffed towels underneath and put a trap in the bathroom with the celebrations on it and put it in the middle of the bathroom. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically we just went to bed. I was there just thinking, oh my God, this mouse, this mouse, this mouse. Like, and I was just like, yeah. Anyway, in the morning, <laughs> in the morning. So my auntie was just like to my cousin, what are you doing? Why aren't you in the bathroom? Cause like you need to go to school. What are you doing? Mm. And then my cousin just calls out, why is there a mouse? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is there a mouse? <laughs> and she was just freaked out. So she didn't go to the bathroom. She went, she went back downstairs, back to her bed. Cause she was like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> so then my auntie just burst out laughing at her. And my auntie went, went in there to get, to get the mouse. And she, got, she put it in a black bag. Yeah. Still stuck to the trap. And, um, yeah basically so the the end of the story like I did not come out of the room at all mm. but it was awful because I could hear everything but um, yeah end of the story my, my auntie bashed the mouse with a hammer because she was just like um, she was what? like it, it needs to we can't just put it outside because it will come back and she was like yeah we my have mom to, says that yeah she was like we have Ugh. to kill it because it's going to come back <laughs> and she hit it she actually yeah, killed it I was like auntie screaming upstairs i didn't even leave the place i was i was still upstairs and i was screaming but um yeah <laughs> i can't believe she hit it with a hammer my mom what she normally does because i'd never release them and my dad wouldn't even my mom would do it and she'd walk over to the farm and just put them back in the farm uh, and release them from the trap um if we if we caught them humanely mm-hmm. damn a hammer yeah yeah it was quite awful, but it was okay. We didn't have to yeah. stay there any longer. Okay, guys, I'm just going to warn you. This is going to be a long episode because what we need to talk about now, we have to talk about it. We can't put it off any longer. We gave you a break last week and with our fun episode. But um, okay, this week we are going to talk about Tim, the Tim Westwood documentary, Abuse of Power. Um, because I'm sorry, this old man has been out on these streets for far too long and it has been kind of can I even I don't even want to call it like the worst kept secret because I don't even think they were trying to keep it a secret anyway I think he openly was out out here um abusing young black women um and And children children and he's been doing it for all of his life um because Mm. these the allegations so the allegations in this documentary um the allegations 
so seven women came forward to tell their stories um, in this documentary and um, the allegations started from 1994 up until 2017 Gosh. with these recounts. Um, the first person being she was, I think she was 18 at the time and he was 34, which um, yeah. is very, which is very weird that he was like trying to come after her at that age. Um, hmm. Yeah, so... I just want to talk about how this man has just been on these streets for a long time and why is it that still, um, so he just now resigned from Capital Extra apparently um, and I'm waiting for him to come out and tell people that he that he didn't resign because just like how he said about one extra, he didn't, um, and from the BBC, he didn't resign from the BBC. So, because mm. he was fired back in, I don't know what time, from from mm. BBC after having like, after being on there for a good 15, 20 years or something, or um maybe 10 years or something like that. And mm. yeah, I just think it's very interesting how this guy has just been allowed to run amok. People are comparing it to Jimmy Savile, how the BBC just closed their eyes to Jimmy mm. Savile and they're doing the same thing with Tim Westwood. And um, yeah. they most likely probably are because when we think about, because we need to think, about, like we look at Tim Westwood and think, who the fuck is this fool? But these mm. people in these industries, they look at Tim Westwood and they know his background. They know mm. who, where he's come from. They know who his um, parents are. They know what school he came from. And the guy, um, yeah, the guy didn't just pop up out of nowhere and become homegrown. This guy has connections. There's a reason yeah, why they're true. keeping him in in this industry. There's a reason why they're, he's, he's being compared to the next Jimmy Savile. There's, there's a reason. So like, yeah, I just think it's disgusting how this music industry wants to fail black women. And, and I just want to talk on actually how, why is it that, and uh, that the black community, I don't want to say majority black men um, in like this music industry, why is it that they want to protect this white man I don't understand mm. why is it uh, why is it that they're all so very quiet as well at the moment um that's another thing like I mean okay obviously maybe that that was pertaining to to them I was gonna I was because I was gonna mention I mean like when <laughs> when they were talking about um crepes crept and mm. um sasha's uh nursery fees crept crept came on and went and spoke to people in these twitter spaces mm. how comes we were seeing a lot of musicians and producers and all of that that were all in these twitter spaces when we were talking about tim westwood but none of them came to talk like mm. you know why aren't we hearing anything from these musicians like, at the end of the day they all knew it was happening they just didn't care like yeah well, yeah yeah that's that's what i'm gonna say obviously all of this is my opinion i'm just gonna put all of that on there but um and again i'm gonna say again we know it's not all black men but i shouldn't have to be saying not all black men because the black men then it's not about you guys should be also talking out and fighting for this you shouldn't be offended that i'm calling out black men in general if it's not you yeah, don't be, you shouldn't back. be offended yeah exactly yeah. if it's not you then you wouldn't be offended by what i'm saying um but yeah, yeah, so it's just very calculated as well. The fact that mm-hmm. he targeted dark skinned black women because yeah. it shows that he's aware that 
colorism is a thing and that mm-hmm. black black women and dark skinned black women are unprotected yeah. even black men aren't going to voice their concerns yeah. around Tim Westwood they'll yeah. they'll they won't put anything on the line the people that it, worked with him after hearing all the concerns what I find mm. interesting is that clearly there was a point where um they were outraged because he got shot um, did and he? They, yeah, so in the documentary, they did say that he got shot. And I think that's when the BBC um, fired him. But yeah, so he got shot, like, I want to say, like, God. early 2000s or something. Um, and oh, they passed it on to be gang related. But hmm. um, I probably reckon that it was like, he clearly messed with one of these young black girls or uh, children and um, then like repercussions happened. They were like, we need mm. to warn him to stay away. Um, yeah. Yeah, but obviously like this guy is a very influential person in the music industry, isn't it? Um, mm. Yeah. It's but- just the fact as well that like the, the police must have been well aware of all of this and what's happened, yeah. nothing. Like the guy's yeah. been able to thrive for the past like 40, well the past mm-hmm. 60 years to be fair. He's been able to do what he wants to do and yeah. no repercussions like mm-hmm. until black women have to create a whole fucking documentary and then exactly. people listen. It's and the like, thing is, come this on. is not even the first documentary that has been in the works. Like this is the first Ugh. one that has actually come out and I know yeah. like a lot of people, like I'm even going to say, I don't think the documentary went far enough. However, I understand mm. how much work and how much effort and all the loopholes that they would have had to go around to actually get this made and get it to come out in the capacity that they were able to now. I feel like this documentary yeah. is a fantastic, is fantastic and a fantastic opportunity that has actually allowed it to actually come to the forefront even though it has not been discussed by the news much, literally, mm. they really quickly glanced over it. Um, but but which is even showing how much power this man actually has. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think that, like, for them to be able to actually get this documentary out, I think well done to them because I'm yeah. hearing that there's been other documentaries. I'm hearing that, um, so being in the Twitter spaces, um, apparently there's lots of people who gave recounts for other documentaries um, that haven't come to light, like that were getting yeah. so close to airing and then just all of a sudden nothing, not hearing anything about yeah. it. And I think like that that is also something that's really important to know about about this man and the power that he's got the fact that we've only just now been able to get um, especially mm. when in 2020 Tim Westwood's name was trending again with all of these women and young girls coming forward saying the times when Tim Westwood had mm. done XYZ um, and it literally was called surviving Tim Westwood the hashtag at the time yeah. as well and um, I just think that that just really just goes to show because Mm-hmm. yeah and like just get this man out of here like he was and the thing is look can we actually shout out um call out these organizations these black organizations that still want to book him because he was at the last he was at the first afro nation the first and last afro nation so far Ooh. he was there um because i remember he was on and they put him on a slot where it was just like it was a slot kind of before burner boy was coming on 
So like we were what? all waiting for we were all waiting <laughs> yeah. for Burner Boy. We we're all waiting for like all like between all Wiz Kids. We were waiting for like one of mm. the main people, and he was on literally just playing a playlist. It was shit, and we were all just kind of like, why is this guy here? Everyone was like, why the fuck is this guy here? We don't want to see this guy, and this and he even in there like you know like um like my neck my back. Yeah. that was playing and then he decides tim westwood decides that he the part the part where you know it says lick my and whatever uh mm. he decided to put it down and said some sexually explicit explicit things on the microphone like he's saying about oh lick my um he said something like lick my dick or something like that and it was just like disgusting and i was just like oh this guy how old is this guy it literally yeah everyone, he's someone's granddad everyone <laughs> fucking groaned everyone mm. groaned he doesn't have children though so he's not anyone's granddad but <laughs> he could be <laughs> <laughs> he could be but the way everyone groaned and was put off and was physically sick it's like why are you even here why are you <laughs> yeah, here yeah terrorizing people of every single generation like I should not. I should not have to experience seeing Tim Westwood live in my lifetime. I shouldn't no, have experienced no. that because he is in his sixties. Like he's the same age as my parents. Why is he still out here DJing and saying sexually explicit things on a microphone? Yeah. I'm sorry, that is sexual harassment to me. Like <laughs> I don't have to hear yeah, that. I wouldn't yeah. like to hear any DJ saying that nastiness when I'm it's trying true. to have fun, be dancing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, this this like brings about kind of a similar conversation around how like black people need to gatekeep who they let yes. into like the music areas because it's like how did Tim Westwood become all of a sudden this grime UK rap even like global rap DJ mm-hmm. like how did he grow so much yep. like yep. because black people created this genre so why are we letting people in and then be the the people to be the that are leading yes. yeah and and even my dad right he listens to like throughout his life he's listened to um like soul funk um mm-hmm. that kind of genre like jazz jazz radio stations and i listen in and the djs a lot of the djs are all white yeah the ones that are on these big radio stations yeah. it's like why what like they what? might not be as problematic as tim westwood but when are we gonna push back like mm-hmm. when are we gonna open up spaces for all of us so yeah. that we can actually have like leading black djs yeah. and leading leading people from our communities like I, I don't understand because like um even commenting on that i've got two comments actually because like one thing yeah. is that people apparently um allegedly there are allegations against david rodigan as well um you know he's mm. a white man gatekeeping reggae music for whatever reason i remember when i heard i heard david rodigan speak one time and i was just like I was just like, hold on, who's this posh man speaking? Then I saw a picture of him. I was like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, he's like the the name of reggae music in UK. And I was just so confused. And it's just like, yeah. I I know him. He's on documentaries that I've seen before. I'm just looking at him. Oh, he's got an MBE. Typical. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, he's like proper, like he's like the per- the person for reggae music in the UK mm. kind of thing, and it's just like oh, and like, I didn't, I thought he was a black man, oh, and I'm just very even like his name Rodigan David, like he just, I just thought he was a yeah, Jamaican man, yeah. um, but no, he's um, doing tours now as well currently, of course, but um, so mm. that was that was one thing, um, the other thing about um. What, like our black DJs like I'm sorry like 
because think about Trevor Nelson. It is probably taking hmm. him so much more to get the to get the status and to get um, mm. the recognition as David Rodigan, as as Trevor, Trevor being a black man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's just like, yeah. that's just a shame. And the same with, um, so when it was Black Square Summer, like, um, mm. so I listen to One Extra all the time. I listen to One Extra every day. And um, so DJ Ace, he was commenting on about these certain gatekeepers and he called out Tim Westwood and he also called out Charlie <laughs> Sloth. Charlie Sloth is another mm. one. Like, why is he, why was he the replacement for the rap show and all of this stuff when it came, yeah. you know, like, why was it these weird white men who were just randomly, just randomly Obsessed. just put on this platform? Yeah. The biggest show that were randomly put on this platform and they were the they they were like literally the gatekeepers of grime mm. and rap music in the UK. Why was that? What do they know? And like mm. yeah, and because Charlie Sloth makes me feel weird. when when I used to have when I when he would come on, I used to turn him off. Like there's times when I listened to him and I tried to listen, and I just didn't like him. It was it was him <laughs> I didn't like. You know, there's something and, about him. It's like the haircut and the fake tan and yes. the glowing white teeth. I just think, relax, literally, relax. what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> there's some what, sort of crisis about? here. And, and as well, I think it's very telling that Charlie Sloth was very silent over Black Square Summer. He was. I don't think he even mm. posted a Black Square. He was silent, and people were calling him out. And then, and then you got the other black people who wanted to defend him, being like, "Oh, well, he doesn't need to." Blah blah blah. And it's just like, why? Ugh. Why is it that black people are always defending these white people, these white men for what? Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they defending them? And it's the same thing with what they were doing with Tim Westwood. Why is Tim Westwood getting booked for Afro Nation, the biggest, the biggest, and the first kind of? Um, Afro Afro beats. Um, he's festival. not even an Afro beats. Yeah, like what is going on there? Why Why was Tim Westwood being um booked for the biggest Afro beats festival that was happening for the first time? Um, why was Tim mm. Westwood? Why did Tim Westwood get booked for that in twenty nineteen? Yeah, like what it's What ridiculous. are you guys doing? And yeah, and you see. And as well, kind of like, because even Deanna, you showed me some of the like, the comments on some of Tim Westwood's um, Instagram posts and stuff. And mm. it's like, you see the yeah. black men in the comments, you the know, the podcasters again, the, the same black men who were in that, um, their, their little private community space mm. that they thought was that they thought no one could see where they wanted to bash black women. It's the same black men. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence at all. Um, and we're tired of it. Like, you know again just yeah like you like there's a lot of black men who co-signed um tim westwood and co-signed it even knowing the stuff that he was doing i'm sorry why is this guy going up and down and this is another this is another monstrosity the fact that he was preying on underage girls um up and down the uk outside of london so it's like he got shot and then he decided actually let me just do my nastiness outside mm. of london where these girls <laughs> who's gonna believe them you know like Christ. and why was he putting mm. on um on these event nights called nappy nights for under 18s a big Ugh. big dj tim westwood and he's putting on under 18 events um and why- bearing in mind he's also like like in the documentary someone spoke about how he like assaulted her and she was 17 years old and yeah. at 17 you're a child like yes you're facts. a child 
So um, yeah, mm. when Lin May wants to come commenting about how, <laughs> oh, in my opinion, there was no one, no one was underage in that documentary, allegedly. So blah, like, sorry, should I find the tweet? No, come on. She just yaps and yaps and yaps. Literally about, oh, in my opinion, um, they weren't underage, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, look, we don't give a shit about your opinion. There's a lot of women who have said that they were underage at the time. This guy was going up and down, up and down the Midlands, up and down, up north, Manchester, mm-hmm. Birmingham, all of that, putting on his nights where these young girls, like similar to how R. Kelly was luring in his victims, these young girls who just wanted to make a break into the music industry, they just wanted to hand over their demo and stuff. And like, that's another thing, you know, when it's like, so say with Tim Westwood, it was very mm-hmm. like, he was endorsing kind of more kind of rap, rap and grime and all of yeah. that. Um, I find it interesting that he was kind of endorsing a male dominated kind of mm. field. So like when mm. the women are trying to put their, like, because he was more accessible because he was putting on these nappy nights and all this shit. Mm. He's more, he's a more accessible DJ, but then you had to give out your CDs and stuff. Um, yeah. So they're trying to get their music out there. But as women, as young girls, um, their, their music was never going to be taken on because he's, he's not taking women seriously anyway. He's only putting mm. forward those rap guys, the men. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like... Cause like when we saw women kind of break it, like we only really had Estelle and Miss Dynamite, Alicia Dixon, mm. who kind of like broke through um, into the male-dominated um, space in that time. But yeah, like I just yeah again protect black women, and again protect black women from black men because these men were still co-signing this man. Mm. These black men were still co-signing reg- like regardless of the fact that this day about the open secret of him mm-hmm. abusing underage girls black girls but yeah, again yeah. because they're black oh they're fast oh they're this you know like mm. again adultification like um there was one story um trigger warning just one story where she said like she was at a nappy nights event in um Manchester or Birmingham or something. She's at a nappy nights event. She went to and it was a, a school a school yeah um schoolgirl theme or whatever. So obviously all the kids uh. are there in their uniforms. She went to Tim Westwood to get him to sign her shirt and what he does, he, he grabs that he grabs her breasts. And she's <gasps> thirteen years old. He grabs her breasts and shakes them and she's thirteen years old. Like wh- it's what just the fuck? Gross. Very gross. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. Anyway, and like, I'm glad that we had that Twitter Spaces is a thing, and that like mm. there was there is a space where women could actually share their truth, share what was happening to them. Um. But it's just a shame that like it's still like okay like you had you had some black men listening and whatever but then and i don't think it's like the space for black men to be coming in and taking over to talk and whatever but at the same time like you still you know they could be tweeting they could be saying things they could be like we're like no what i can't believe i can't believe we were get we were letting this gatekeeper take over you Mm. know just like just rec just recognize that you guys were in the wrong just something yeah, yeah. you know um but yeah like 
yeah what can mm. we do um yeah but i think i think that's everything i've got to say on that tim westwood get him out of here disgusting old man he's 60 <laughs> he's 64 years old these guys please, yeah please take that in he's 64 years old how and he was still harassing people in 2017 allegedly like mm. i mean i say allegedly because i don't think 2017 was the last time he was harassing people let's get it right yeah, same. and as well something that i find very interesting why is it that like even in the documentary and stuff they keep they keep calling it sexual assault sexual assault however some of the things that these women are describing is rape yeah it's true and i'm very confused why it's not being spoken about as rape um and i think that is also an issue that we're that mm. like again they are minimizing black women they're minimizing black women's voices what they're saying minimizing that oh it was just sexual assault but what you've just described mm. is rape so and yeah. you were underage at the time this guy needs mm-hmm. to be in jail and yeah i, I don't know what this is if it's like they're waiting um they want to wait until he's dead to then bring out all of these things, but that's too late. Put put the man in jail. Put him in jail. Why do we have to wait till everyone's dead? Like literally, aren't we doing that with Prince Philip as well? Like we're waiting until everyone's dead until the I secrets mean, are revealed. Well, Prince Philip, his will isn't allowed to be revealed until ninety nine years after his death. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we all have to be dead Fuck to know sake. what's going on in that family. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so we, um, everybody check out Murad Morali on YouTube and his podcast. He interviewed Rachel from Love Island. And what I'm finding is that, because even when Rachel from Love Island went on Black Girls Living, um, mm. like I'm finding listening to them in outside of Love Island, I'm like, oh, these people are actually very likable. Um, yeah. So it's just like, it's very annoying that Love Island is really making um is really making some people seem very boring very mm-hmm. and like like making that they're really spinning it so you don't so you dislike them and i really think that's yeah. a shame yeah um but yeah mm-hmm. like so rachel was on Murad morales podcast and she was very honest she yeah and basically so just one thing that <laughs> was um taken from this interview is that she gave her honest opinion that she misses Caroline Flack as the host of Love Island and how she doesn't really like Laura Whitmore doing it um very honest I don't see I don't see why there's anything wrong with having an opinion on that like she's a valid mm. to think that Laura Whitmore isn't a great host and like, yeah I mean, she, like, she's not, the, the show is fucking dead with her, so, like... And she's not whatever. alone either, yeah, like, a lot yeah. of people are also thinking the same thing. Exactly. A lot of people are thinking it. A lot of people are thinking, like, she's not... You know, the thing is, I wasn't even a fan of Caroline Flack <laughs> as presenter. Yeah, but, like, same, but the thing same. is, though, like, Caroline Flack, like, she was really she was really playing up to it she was very much like look i'm fucking hot and sexy i'm gonna strut into this villa and be like oh guys oh my gosh like and she was always there as well every week she was there yeah laura she loved the show literally laura whitmore hardly ever turns up (laughs) like you hardly see her and uh, she's not even trying 
She, yeah, she it's not even, got that effects. Yeah, she don't try. Like, she don't. Like, I'm sorry, Mirad is hilarious. He says that he sees Laura Whitmill um, on Countdown, and I get it, but because <laughs> like <laughs> so she's do not, I. she's not trying to. She she don't strut into Villa. I don't think she she doesn't have the capacity to do that. She don't really like. Mm. She don't have that sex appeal. Like even like. Caroline Flack, I personally don't feel like she had that sex appeal, but the girl believed it in herself. And that's, you yeah. know, that's a completely different yeah. thing. Like, so that means that she had some sex appeal. She believed it for herself. Mm-hmm. She was like, I am that bitch. But Laura Whitmore yeah. just ain't that bitch. Like, Laura Whitmore is just like, she's just there. She's a plain Jane. She's the girl like, next she's, door. She's yeah. like a Holly Willoughby. She's, like, I would not want to yeah. see Holly Willoughby presenting love island go present dancing on ice you know like yeah. you fit there True. you stand up there with a smile on your face Look pretty yeah looking, looking yeah. very plain and pretty and that's okay like plain mm. janes i don't know plain janes love to get um elevated in this world in this country they love they love a good blonde plain bitch and i feel like that <laughs> um laura whitmore and holly willoughby yeah those yeah they're those type of people um, mm. They're fine just standing there, but like they're yeah. not giving the energy. Like she's not giving a young energy to Love Island, Laura Whitmore. It's true. Like it, it, if anything, it's kind of it makes the show less entertaining when the presenter yeah. isn't funny. They're not like sexy. Like she, she, she. I guess she is sexy in like the stereotypical. This is what a sexy woman may look but I like. I don't know. Thing. Sex. I wouldn't say sexy. I would say what she's like a pretty woman. But it's not like uh, a sexy. Just, well, she don't yeah, come like out the, with the her cleavage appeal. out. You know, she don't no, come out. You no. know, with the you know, and she doesn't have the poses. She just stands there with her cue cards like she's presenting this morning. She should be on like a Good Morning. Talk, loose women put her on that. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. It's true. So I feel like, yeah, she's not... And I feel like Rachel and Murad, they're very, very fair in what they're saying. Yeah. And also, people can give their opinions on people's presenting styles. It's mm-hmm. not bullying. It's not like... Yeah. I don't see it as rude. Like maybe if it was directed at me, I, I don't think I'd see it as rude. I'd just see it as, well, I've got the job, so I don't care. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, it's, it's like, my look, job. I'll show you that, fuck it, I don't yeah. give a shit what you say because everything you're saying is fucking wrong you know prove exactly. them wrong like exactly. i'm sorry like um because you can't be anyway laura whitmore comes back saying about oh how how could they say that um no not even they she was only really coming for rachel saying about how yeah, she was what about female empowerment blah 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 and now bringing it all back to herself white women tears with the violence white and women like, feminism yeah and i'm just like <laughs> The thing is, is that Murad even said about how, like, to be honest, I feel like nepotism is at play. I feel like she got the job because her husband is narrating it, blah, 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 which, you know, is a valid statement. It is valid. And you can say that. Um, but then she wants mm. to, and she wants to be offended. But like all, she was offended, but she was very much, she only had Vim for Rachel. And I find it yeah. very like, why is it that you white women you always want to have Vim for black for black women. It's not the first time Mirage has said it. It's, and Rachel isn't the only Love Islander that Mirage has said it mm. to, or they've had that discussion um, about it. I mean, Anna was saying a lot. Um, was saying a lot worse things like the week before. 
about Laura Whitmore. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm sorry. Why is it Rachel that you have Vim for? Anna, you let that slide. What is it you you think because you're better than Rachel? You think because Anna will come and beat you up that you don't want to say nothing? Like, I just I feel like that's what it is. Like she'll be she's more scared of Anna than she is Rachel. She's there thinks and then now she wants to kind of bring this white woman feminist gaze and just say like right talk about Rachel bullying, talk about Rachel doing this, and it's just like this is what white women have been have been putting on black women all the time. All yeah, the time. and I think I think with this, so she said. Um, uh, like it's a shame because I think we're, we're never really going to have full empowerment and power as a sex if we keep basically bashing other women yeah. but I think at the same time we've got to think about the, like why why is she bringing women empowerment up when yeah. do you remember a few months ago we spoke about Laura Whitmore and yes. how she worked on a Primark or was it H&M campaign she's always is about- Primark and she's always missing the mark yeah it's like <laughs> so you're going to work you're going to work on this campaign for a company that doesn't pay their staff, female staff, mm-hmm. female, like women of color adequately. So now now you want to pipe up about female empowerment when it comes to the fact that you're the face of a show and people aren't very happy that you're the face of a show. Like, yeah. why... why why is this where you kind of yeah. want to talk about empowerment? Why not understand that this black woman... Yeah, carry on, carry on. Why not understand that this black woman is maybe talking about um, you having an easy, you've easily got this role mm-hmm. because you've got you're, you've got a husband and you know uh, that works on the show already. Like why why is it that you you have them for a black woman and you don't have the understanding that maybe she is a bit pissed off because black women aren't dished yeah. out roles like the way that and, you're dished and out roles and she's saying she was actually treated dirty. By Love Island with her edit exactly. with everything. I think she had she exactly. has every valid reason to call them out. And like her Laura also said, Oh, I've worked in telly for 14 years, done this, done that, done this, done that. It's so like, what? yeah, but not not everyone has the opportunity to just yeah. jump into it. It's yeah. not like it's this whole I've started from the bottom and I've worked and I've worked and I've worked but and no, this you didn't. it's like, but you're white and you're blonde and, and you're skinny, able bodied. That's okay. Yeah, like not everything is not everything will be the best fit for you and that's all right exactly exactly you don't have to force it and you don't have to you don't have to try it and bring up female empowerment just because someone criticizes the fact that you've got a job and you seem to have got it pretty easily and you're not very good at it i think that's that's valid yeah to criticize (laughs) like none of us like her we all wanted my jammer yeah (laughs) We all wanted Maya Jama. And um, yeah, and even like they mentioned Maya Jama or AJ um, Adudu. And like, yeah. I'm sorry, like, yeah. they would be amazing. AJ would be amazing. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. Even if they brought in like two people, like bringing like a male mm. and a female. Do you know what I mean? Like, two, yeah. you yeah. know, like bringing two hosts. Like, mm-hmm. why would that be an issue? <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't know. I'm just very much. Yeah, Laura Whitmore, you're always missing the mark. You don't have the range. And look, we just don't like you. And like, (laughs) sorry. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, we can criticise if we want to. Don't Don't come here with this female empowerment nonsense when, I'm sorry, when you were there doing up advertisement for Primark, you weren't thinking about the women empowerment with the people who are working for under under minimum wage. Um, in like mm. really bad working environments to make those Primark clothing. I don't remember hearing you talk about women empowerment then. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Boring. Boring. Literally. Okay, guys. Ooh. Um. So, Diana, what are you injecting this week? Um. I am injecting. Well, this week I'm gonna try and not multitask so much. So, like I was mm. saying to Alex earlier this week, I've realized that. I, like since we've been talking a lot about like the digital world and metaverse and everything else, mm. I've realized that I do spend most of my life in the digital world. Like I socialize through it. I do my online shopping through the digital, mm-hmm. digital, like, you know, yeah. fucking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Sainsbury's and stuff as well as like ASOS when I'm actually shopping. I also, like I just do everything online. I keep in contact with my friends. I date online. Like not, I do go out, but like I, I, you know mm-hmm. the initial date and stuff I do it online and it's like I'm not really going I'm not really living <laughs> yeah. I'm living online more than I'm living in real life so um my kind of thing is just don't multitask so much and don't feel guilty for not responding to like loads of messages and you know like if you've got dms then that you need to respond to don't feel bad about not responding because like mm-hmm. you're allowed to be living in real life and be you're allowed to be outside and you're like you shouldn't have to even be told this but like mm-hmm. you don't have to be sitting on your phone doing tasks responding to emails all the time you're allowed to go outside and refresh air and not be listening to music or looking at your phone you can just walk down the road without you know doing anything mm-hmm. so yeah that's a good one. I think mine is. Mm, I don't know if this was mine last week as well, but like, um, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Um, if you guys aren't feeling mo- like just this is just kind of what I've been on. If you guys aren't feeling motivated, like, it's okay. Um, don't be putting mm. so much pressure on yourself to actually. I think this is what you were telling me, Diana, but yeah don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself to be like trying to just like do more be more especially when it's kind of like you're not even too sure what that means and what that is I think just focus on kind of like what is making you happy in the moment focus on I don't know yeah again maybe just getting outside like the weather we've got mm. quite nice weather at the moment um in the UK like which is very rare for us and um mm. and focus on just like I don't know just maybe yeah things that make you happy being in the moment being with people and also if there's things that you're like doing or like I feel like at the moment we're in this space where it's just obviously with the cost of living crisis and the fact that apparently we're going into a recession now well hey um (laughs) I feel like try not to be so hard on yourself to be trying to just make it and just have everything to work out Mm. like you know money is hard it is we all kind of everyone is doing a bit of struggle life at the moment and it is hard I feel like we need to kind of remind ourselves to celebrate what we do have and celebrate what we are doing like you guys are doing Mm. amazing and like just keep at it like like you're gonna we're going to get there we are going to get there we're gonna afford this this soft life as everyone's chatting about at the moment Mm. we're gonna like (laughs) we can do it like yeah we can do it i believe in every one of you and us and everything we're gonna do it yeah make it i just yeah i feel like that's just what has been 
kind of playing on me at the moment and as well if there's things that you've been trying to do and if it's not working out for you like it's okay to give up (laughs) it's okay yeah true if it's if it's not if it's not for you if it's not doing what um what it was saying on the tin what they said it should be doing for you and it's not working out for you like that is okay Mm. you're not the problem um and maybe there's other things that you could be putting more of your energy into instead yeah I like that and like taking breaks from thing also things doesn't mean that you're failing it means that mm-hmm. like you're just trying to balance your time differently yeah but yeah yeah exactly. I agree. anyway I've got some you. um good news oh, yeah yeah you know you know um Eric from sex education yeah he's Shooty. gonna be the new doctor who oh my god oh. <laughs> I will watch you know <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Oh I'm my god! Watch. I can imagine. I am. I can. I can see it. I can see it. Isn't oh it? my this god! This is amazing news. This king, and as well, <laughs> do you know how amazing this is? Because like he, like, because a lot of them on sex education were kind of like, okay, like we, we keep being casted for roles as teenagers, and like obviously they're all yeah, in their thirties. Yeah. Like, true. You know, yeah, they are old. It's just like <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my god! I would, I would actually tune into that. I would watch it. I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, same. I'll definitely watch that season. Look of at the like the black and brown people from Bridget to uh, from. <sighs> Uh, yeah, sex education doing big things. Doing like, this is lovely. Oh, it's like, oh my god, that is that is the most exciting thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> like Same. I can't believe, I, I can't believe now I'm gonna be back to watching Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I might watch it. Now, this is what we want would, on normal TV. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, I'll definitely watch it. Like, because basically, mm. we watched when um when it was David Tennant and he got the black oh. the black girl as um yeah yeah that's when we we started watching Doctor Who then as a family. <laughs> like, oh, I used to love that, that that time, and oh. that was a really good season of Doctor Who because they had some really iconic episodes. Mm. That Weeping Angels e- episode iconic yeah scary like, yeah and um we just start we were, we were watching doctor who because the black girl was in it <laughs> yeah doctor who was so good like that wasn't it on on saturday nights like, i, I used to sit with my, my friends like no my cousins used to come around and we used to sit and watch doctor who oh just oh, it was a good so time so nerdy but so cute yeah, yeah. i feel like it so was like good. a sunday thing was it Sundays? Uh, it might have been Saturday, but I remember like we would watch it as a family. We'd all sit down and watch it as yeah. a family. And I just remember that Weeping Angels episode and then everyone at school the next day we were all talking about that Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Like, oh my God, did you see that? Like, that's actually terrifying. And I remember we even watched it, um, we'd watched it another time like in an uh, English lesson before. Like, we oh. watched the episode <laughs> in an English lesson. I need to watch it again, you know. I'm in the mood to yeah. watch some nerdy shit. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, oh my god, that's amazing! Inject that, guys. Mm. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> our fave, our fave <laughs> characters. Oh, the the yeah. real the real main characters <laughs> of Sex Education. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh. I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find us at Injected underscore Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Use the hashtag Injected Podcast tweet us if you agree with things that we're saying if you don't agree just still tell us just what you're thinking um why don't um you guys can also like tweet us tweet us some of your injections what are you guys injecting this week um 
Or maybe we'll just have that as a question on our little Q&A on Spotify. Like, yeah, answer, yes. answer our little Q&As on Spotify if you guys are listening on Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. and don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify and on yes. Apple Music. But um, yeah, we see you guys listening. Thank you guys so much for listening mm. as well for our last few our last few episodes. Um, and we hope that you're enjoying it. Tell a friend, tell your friends to tell their friends and, you know, tell everyone... Mm to listen to us um yeah we're just hoping that we we just like we enjoy doing this podcast and we would like to kind of do some big things with it we're just hoping that mm. we can do some big things um yes but yeah um thank you guys for listening i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and I'm Deanna and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. So um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.